Hi, my name is Pastor Ron Kelly. I'm your host today in this segment of Balanced Living for a Better Life. My guest today is Evelyn Kissinger, a registered dietitian and the nutrition director for Lifestyle Matters. And today we have a really exciting topic, superfoods that fight cancer. Boy, Evelyn, that's a word that strikes fear into the heart of a person. Yes, it does. You know, cancer is not just one disease. It's a large group of nearly 100 diseases. Like it or not, cancer has become a big part of the conversation on health throughout the world. Exactly what is it and what are the main characteristics? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. There's several characteristics, but we're going to look at two main characteristics. What are those? Yes, one is an uncontrolled growth of cells. And the second is that their ability to migrate from one original site and spread to distant areas is another characteristic. So there's DNA changes within the cells that fuel the growth and the spread of cancer. So things get out of control and start to take over. Exactly. Each year, 11 million people worldwide are diagnosed with cancer, and 6.7 million people die from the disease. That's right. If you have had cancer, or if you're fighting a cancer battle, or if you know someone who has battled cancer, these are not just numbers. Yeah, my wife had cancer before I met her. I was meeting her on the tail end of a recovery dynamic, and I'm so thankful that she's the love of my life and vital. Wonderful. So that's a good story. It's a good story. I know every story is not like that, but what you're showing us today is going to give better chances for that kind of story to be the outcome. For prevention and sometimes even intervention. Nutrition can make a, a huge difference. A huge difference. My younger sister also had cancer, and she followed a really healthy lifestyle, but she did die of breast cancer which was very, very sad. So she was one of those exceptions. And there are going to be people listening today who've tried to do these things, and they've still found loss at the end of the battle. Yes, but we do have hope, and that's what we are going to share today. Practical steps. Yes. The battle is real, and it must be waged at all levels, our physical, mental, and spiritual level. And with many of the tools that are available through specialized healthcare providers, Many people are seeing success. Yeah, we know more about fighting back today than we've ever known. That's right. So there are many factors to consider when you're looking at the cancer issue. There's not just one simple magic bullet. So there's genetic, there's environmental, there's nutrition, there's different lifestyle pieces, chronic stress, and sometimes we just don't know. But we're on a journey of discovering what we can do. I mean, if we've got a genetic predisposition, we can't change that. But what we can change, we ought to try to change. That's right. But the studies are showing us that the genetic is not the highest risk factor. Very interesting. The highest risk factors. And we've seen that cancer is significantly reduced with choices in what we eat, in our lifestyle choices, in stress management, and in having a healthy environment. But risk is not eliminated. Yeah, we're going to continue to deal with the potential of sickness as long as we're on this planet. Yes. The American Cancer Association says that 40% of the cancers are directly related to what we eat. So that's a huge number, isn't it? And it's great hope, actually. That's right. That's something that's within our ability to make decisions. Yeah, it's in our arsenal. That's right. It's really important when fighting cancer that you're working with your doctor, that you have a healthcare team that's helping you. 
and also to integrate these lifestyle changes, working with your providers as you're doing this. So learn all you can, but stay in good contact with the ones that are managing your care. Exactly. So there's no single magic bullet or one magic cure for cancer. And sometimes you hear some pretty crazy things out there, but it's not a magic bullet. There's no single food or food component that can protect you against cancer all by itself. But daily healthy choices are a powerful weapon against cancer. So what are some of those choices? Well, starting with a healthy breakfast would make a big difference. Sometimes these nutrition choices that we make also, when they're healthy choices, can help us to fight heart disease and diabetes and high blood pressure. So as we are boosting our immune system against cancer, we're also protecting ourselves from a lot of other lifestyle diseases. Well, that's good news because sometimes I roll from one worry to another. (laughs) And to think that I'm fighting back at cancer, but brain health, heart health, circulatory health, they're all getting a little boost because of the way God designed this wonderful system of the physiology of my body. So inflammation is really at the root of many of these lifestyle diseases and many forms of cancer. So we're going to look at some nutrition weapons that can help reduce inflammation. There's strong evidence that shows that a diet filled with plant foods helps to lower risk for many types of cancer. This is helping to reduce inflammation, and that's part of the big picture. So there's 40% you're talking about. We've got access to lowering risk by working on these elements that relate to cancer and the inflammation. That's true. So the American Institute of Cancer Research They do have some tips that you can find on the web by going to their website. Foods can fight cancer both directly and indirectly. So we're going to talk about how that is. Okay. So the synergy of plant nutrients and compounds working together in the overall diet offers the strongest protection. So it's not just beta carotene, although they found out that beta carotene helped to lower lung cancer. They put it in pill form and actually found out it increased lung cancer. So you can't just extract these nutrients. They work synergistically together. So synergy, isn't that one of those words like when everything's working together, it all works better? That's right. So there's many compounds in the food that work together to reduce inflammation and to increase the body's ability to fight infection. Uh, Loading up on large amounts of supplements, they can't take the place of whole foods. So we want to get our nutrients right from the food. Also indirectly, When we carry a lot of extra fat, that can increase the risk of over 11 different cancers. So achieving and maintaining a healthy weight is so important. Fat cells are not static, and they can release inflammatory products on a continual basis. So reaching and maintaining healthy weight is a very important way to lower risk for cancer as well. So it's not just what we're putting in our mouths, it's also how we're relating to this body and we're discovering that exercise and things like this are more and more important. That's right. So it's an overall lifestyle, but we are focusing today on some superfoods. So a potent lifestyle weapon to fight against cancer can be found, guess where? Well, I'm guessing based on your previous observations here, it's going to be in the grocery store, Uh, (laughs) in a specific place in the grocery store. Yeah, we actually call this place the Department of Defense. This is where you're going to find the abundance of fresh vegetables, fruits, beans, whole grains, nuts, and seeds. There's a lot of power in these, what they're called phytochemicals, which means plant chemicals, but it also implies 
they're going to fight for us. <laughs> I like it. But the typical Western diet is not so high in good nutrition and fiber. It's pretty high in animal fat and fried foods and salt and sugar and sweet drinks. And a steady diet of these foods can increase the risk for certain types of cancer. And perhaps you've heard about processed meats and just a two-ounce serving of processed meats can increase the risk of cancer by 20%. So choosing wisely what we are eating. So we're going to go on a little bit of a journey of readjusting our palate and what we like on this. That's right. And a good place to start is with kids, you know, of having good nutrition for our children. So they don't have to be recalibrated in their adult life. That's right. If they can learn to love and enjoy healthy foods when they're young, then they like those foods. You like what you eat. And when they see parents eat these healthy foods, then their children are going to be more likely and protected. And when you're a child, cells divide and grow under the influence of many environmental conditions. And when we eat these foods rich in antioxidants and vitamins and cancer-fighting compounds, they protect the body as they are dividing cells in these growing children. Also, when we eat healthy foods, it helps to detoxify our system of the carcinogens that may cause cancer late in life. One of the saddest effects of living in this toxic world is cancer in kids. It's just too sad. So we want to protect our kids from the get-go. So teaching them to love what's good. Love what's good. Love the good stuff. You know, I always found, too, in educating my palate, was that if I let myself get hungry enough, simple things tasted a whole <laughs> lot better. That's right. And so many times children are just led to just graze all day. So they're never you know, really hungry. They never really get hungry or they're drinking a lot of juice and never really have that desire to eat healthier foods. So maybe cutting back on some of those sweetened drinks and some of those snacks could help form a healthier appetite oh, yeah. for good foods during mealtime. So we want to take a store detour. We want to go into that produce department and in the grocery store and look around. And what are you looking for? Well, the highest on my list are beans. I heard you like them. Oh, my. The science behind eating beans is just over the top. Most societies have survived by eating a bean and a grain. If you look around the world, those that stay healthier are those who consume beans and whole grains. Beans contain fiber and other plant compounds that protect the cells from genetic damage and may slow tumor progression. The studies are showing us that. So do you like beans? I love beans. What, what are your favorite? Oh, I think I like the big limas the best, oh. the big soup beans. Uh -huh. Those are the best ones. <laughs> I'm from the South. A very common meal was beans, greens, and cornbread. Oh, it sounds good. And I just love it, yeah. I know people where if they don't have beans, they didn't have a meal. They, yeah. they eat it all the time. And you know what? The nice thing about this kind of food is that you don't get satiated. It doesn't come to an end of desire the same way that some of this processed food does. That's right. It's very filling. It's high in protein, plant protein, antioxidants, and minerals. They contain resistant starch. And this resistant starch is more available at the end of the colon. And these special healthy bacteria produce short-chain fatty acids that sound like bad things, but they're actually amazing things that are sent throughout the body to boost the immune system and boost the brain. So beans are the highest in dietary fiber of any foods. So we need about at least 30 grams of fiber a day. 50 is even better. 
But beans, and a cup of beans, you get 16 grams of fiber, dietary fiber, almost half what you need for the day, just in a cup of beans. Yeah, that's amazing. And you know what? They don't cost a lot. You can flavor them any way you want. That's right. And when you put all this together, all of a sudden, you're just getting a boost all across the board. That's the way it is. And there's such a variety of different kinds of beans. And if you look in any ethnic restaurant, you're going to find, most likely, you're going to find some dishes that have some beans in them. But when you buy them dried, they cost about 10 cents a serving. And if you buy them in a can, they're about 30 cents a serving. So if you're pinching pennies and you want the healthiest food out there, it still works. Go it, for the beans. Exactly. And the other thing I find with the beans is that they have substance. And sometimes when you're eating some of these other foods, you still feel empty when you're done, but not with beans. That's right. Berries. Do you like berries? I love berries. Yeah, they're a rich source of fiber, vitamin C, and antioxidants. And studies show that they may protect against skin, bladder, lung, and throat cancer. Just a cup of juicy blackberries has about 8 grams of fiber, but not very many calories, 60 calories. Well, we like that too, especially as we age and our metabolism slows down. That's right. And we've always heard that berries are good for your brain. There you go. That's true too. It helps to soak up all that free radical damage. It's healthy in other ways, but it's protective against many types of cancer. Well, hey, I'm glad to get more than one protection. That's right. Cruciferous vegetables. The cruciferous refers to the cross-shaped flowers on these plants. So some of these cruciferous vegetables would be broccoli and Brussels sprouts and cabbage and turnips. So a lot of these cruciferous vegetables, the studies link these with lower risk for lung, stomach, bowel, prostate, and bladder cancer. Very interesting. Well, this has been a really wonderful conversation. I'm talking with Evelyn Kissinger, Nutrition Director for Lifestyle Matters, and stay tuned. We'll be right back. 